star Might win an Oscar, you can never tell The movie's gonna make me a big star Hello and welcome to Meet Me at the Movies. I am Noel T. Manning II, joined again with uh, Jen Guberman over here beside me. Jen, Hi. how the heck are you? Good to see you. I'm good. I'm welcome. Tired, I'm good. <laughs> welcome back. She, uh, she survived once and decided she would come back, so we're very happy about that. She's going to talk about some movies today. I'm going to talk about some movies, and we also have uh, back behind the camera Dwight Schrute. Dwight, how the heck are you, man? I've been down at the beet farm, baby. Yes, you yeah. have, man. Yeah, and I'm, she, Jen, is living proof again why I don't need to be here today. <laughs> I, I have nothing to contribute. Yeah, well, well that's pretty much the, always the case, especially it, today. I agree completely. So why am I here? Because you have nothing to contribute, and sometimes you just need people that you're, have nothing to contribute. I'm your mother. To show up, you I'm are your, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, also, Tim Cam, uh, is Tim Tim back there? I don't know. Yeah, Dude, where's your... There it is. Uh, what, what the... Wait a minute. You know, I did, it, it, it didn't bother yeah, me when you had that last week no. during Halloween, but yeah. he still wears that thing around here a lot. He does. I'm starting to worry about it. Well, now. I did see a I'm lot of students... About worry about me As right I was now. walking in, I saw a lot of students running out, and now yeah. I know why. Tim, <laughs> good to see you as yeah, always. That's just a little... Yep, this, yeah, just... This, yeah, carved the turkey. Or is it just me? I, I don't... Yeah. He was carving pumpkins last week, know. and now he's preparing to carve the turkeys for Thanksgiving. Well, welcome. What we doing. do appreciate you uh, spending time with us, uh, talking movies, listening to us talk about movies as well. And uh, the, the non-viewer comments continue. We've got a non-viewer review today. Wait a minute, huh? A non-viewer review. A non oh, okay. Yep. So I, I had to think about that yep. for a minute. We had non-viewer mail, which we've had previously. And they didn't review something. Right. We have non-viewer Reviews for Suburbicon. That's coming uh, a little bit later in the show. Also, we're going to review Thor Ragnarok. That just sounds like a really cool band. Um, and yeah, we also something from the 80s. <laughs> yeah, does, hair, hair band. Hair band. <laughs> um, and we also have two films from Jen that we're going to get to. Crash Pad. And what else do you have, Jen? Um, what's the, the other truth one? Truth About Lies. Truth About Lies. So uh, we've got a lot of movies to review, and we have a take five on... Matt Damon movies you should see instead of Suburbicon. So all of that and yeah. more right here on Meet Me in the Movies. Everybody doing well this week? Jen, you doing well this week? Pretty well. It's been a busy week yeah. so far already. Yeah. <laughs> yep. She's a writer. She's a BFC scholar, film scholar. <laughs> she, she does it all. And she's preparing to leave the world and, and decide what's not leave the world. <laughs> is she ill? I, I had no idea. I'm no, sorry. No, How long does she have? <laughs> Jen will be launching into the world uh, after uh, college come December. Yes. So uh, we, we will see what, what, what the world <laughs> holds for her. Uh, Greg's just going to continue to do what Greg does, provide nothing useful. It, that's right? the story of my life. <laughs> you, doing, my... you doing okay this week? Well, I, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm here. You're here. All right, I'm good. Here. He's well, not prepared to leave the world, so no, we'll good. I, there's we'll that. Well, I, yeah. so that's Who good. knows? Who knows? Well, <laughs> we don't <laughs> know, really, do we? Well, do you want to go deep like that? You know, I've been watching <laughs> a show like this. I've been watching, like, horror films and horror TV shows like crazy the past week. Yeah. And so I've seen, I don't know how many. I really have lost count. And so uh, leaving the world, there's been a lot of leaving of the world uh, yeah. to different worlds and stuff. And maybe if we get to binge-worthy uh marathon-minded stuff, we might talk about the upside-down world. So hang around. Just wait and see. Well, let's talk about movie news. The upside-down world. Yeah, well, you'll have to wait and see, man. It's coming attractions. It's coming attractions. The upside-down world. All right, let's talk movie news. 
movie news. A few weeks ago, uh, I introduced uh, you, well, some of you, um, maybe one of you, to a thing called MoviePass. MoviePass.com, uh, it's a site that you can go to. You can download uh, this app and you can purchase this, it's like a MasterCard uh, that allows you to get into a movie per day for the rest of the year, like for, for less than $10. One person. One person per day, so one movie per day. So you could see up to 365 movies a year for, what's that, Let's see, less bucks. than 120 bucks, yeah. which is pretty, pretty amazing if it works. And uh, I've had, uh, I went ahead, I said, I've got to try this thing out because I go see movies a lot. Um, it's worth it. So I did. I, I tried it out, and um, I got mine October 9th, and between October 9th and October 31st, I saw four films. So it paid for itself. Like 250 Yeah, so it paid pictures. for itself, yeah. and you don't have to go at specific times. The only limitations are it can't be like an IMAX film, and it can't be a 3D film. So standard films, I'm fine with that. And if I just want to see the movie, I want to see the movie. Uh, a friend of mine got hers October 1st, and so she saw seven films in the course of October. So, uh, so there you go. Uh, the update for me is it's real easy to use. It was a little quirky at first because you, once you get your card, you, you, you download the app on a smartphone. You have to have a smartphone. That's one of the things you've got to have. Uh, and you have to go to the theater first to kind of um, initiate the movie pass. And so it somehow knows your location. You have to, I guess it's a GPS on the phone or whatever. So you have to be like 100 yards near the movie theater in order to, to launch it. But once it... Once I got the thing activated, so you can't even launch the app unless you're near the theater. Is well, that what you're no, saying? but you can. Well, you can open the app, but you can't say I'm going to check into this movie because that's the way it's set up. Is this you for can, Android and Apple? Yep, it okay. works for both. Yeah. So anyway, just the update on uh, my experience so far after a month. I'm pleased with it. It was worth worth my investment. I'm not endorsing it, but I'm just continuing to give you updates on is it worth my money? And it was worth my money. <laughs> MoviePass.com. All right. Well, let's talk movie uh, reviews. Uh, I'm going to dive in. I'll tell you what, we'll switch things up. Can we switch things up or is that going to mess up? That's the Tim Cam. Hey, Tim Cam, Tim, I don't know. Can, can we go to Jen's movie review first? Will that mess things up? Then we'll go to mine. Let's do that. Uh, we're gonna, He's we're, more accommodating to you he than is, he is isn't to me. He? We're going to go to uh, a movie called Crash Pad. Thank you, Tim Cam. We're going to talk about Crash Pad. Then we'll come back and talk about Thor Ragnarok. Um, after we talk about Crash Pad with some, uh, some names that people may recognize. So, Jen, uh, give us your take on this movie called Crash Pad. Sure. Um, the familiar names you're talking about, there's Christina Applegate, there's Domino Gleason, which I didn't know his name before this movie. I know of him. He's been in some of the Harry Potter movies, and he's been in The Revenant, but I didn't know his name was Domino. Domino. He was Domino? Domino. Domino. He was also Who's he in, in Harry Potter. Who was he, he was Bill Weasley, one of the older Weasley oh, okay. brothers. He's a redhead. He's one of the Weasleys. <laughs> they were all redheads. Naturally. I would be a Weasley. Red hair. Hand me no, down. You, you, are are a weasel. Weasel. you are a little Weasley. <laughs> yeah, I knew that was coming. Yeah. He was also in um, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, and in a romantic comedy that Greg and I both like called, what was it called? About, About time. time. About Time. About, About time. time. With Rachel McAdams. Yeah. All right. Dive in. Sure. Jim. Um, so Crash Pad was basically about this guy who's a hopeless romantic, and he falls for this old woman who turns out to be married. Um, no, you said old woman. Older. You mean like 80s? I said older. Okay. <laughs> right. I thought she said older. Old. How old, older how old is she in the film? Um, probably like 
40s or so. I think he's supposed to be 20. So for him, it's, it's a bit of a jump. Okay. Um, but you he know, falls it's all relative, isn't it? Really? <laughs> <laughs> you know what we're talking about. That's why I just hate I'll be dead and won't get to see it. <laughs> so, so younger guy falls yes. for older woman. Um, and then basically he finds out that she's just with him because she's trying to get back at her husband who's not paying enough attention to her. Oh, so okay. she's married. Yes. Uh-huh. So a married older woman. All right. Yep. Um, so a lot of drama happens because of that when he finds out. So he's really upset and he wants to blackmail her. And that kind of turns around and reverses on him when um, the woman's husband finds out and ends up, you know, threatening, like, I'm going to kill you, shows up at his house. The guy's a complete whim. Um, so he ends up kind of, in a way, in a really twisted way, taking him under his wing, trying to, like, make him a man. But this guy's just, like, really crude and just trying to find a woman to sleep with to get back at his wife. So now the, the husband was played by Thomas Hayden Church, is that right? I believe so, yes. Okay. Like right. him. Yeah. Is this a comedy? I mean, I think it's supposed Dark to be. Dark comedy? Oh, okay. It wasn't. Supposed to be. I think I know yeah. what's coming then. All right. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't awful, but it really wasn't great. I don't, I, the name that you just said, I didn't know his yeah, name. Yeah, Thomas Hayden Church. Yes. I yep. wasn't a big fan of him. I okay. thought he was really stiff in it and not in a way that was funny okay like he was like crude without actually being funny about it because sometimes like crude humor can be funny like i enjoy you know like dirty jokes and stuff but at the same time like he's okay. just well i mean if it's, it's cable but it's let's clever. not go there like okay. i like a clever joke but okay. the, they were just crude and not okay. actually funny oh, okay. um and his delivery was also not great but i like okay. domino gleason's character because i think say his name again domino domino what, huh? Domino. I still don't get it. It sounds like some. Like it sounds like a little kid who's trying to say abdominal, but is forgetting that. Abdominal Gleason. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Got it now. Yep. But I liked him a lot more in it. Like he had a lot more depth to the character because I think I'm, I think it was just a thing with the writing for me. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't. There was no depth. Okay. At all, okay. except for for him, he added some to his character that I don't know if they wrote it in just more for him than others. But I think he brought a lot more. Like he, I was watching the movie in my room um, on my laptop, and my roommate came in, and she's like, whatever movie you're watching, that person sounds really dorky. And I'm like, he's supposed to. He's doing a great job with it. Like, he comes across as, like, kind of a pathetic dork. Yeah. But, like, lovable dork. Well, and, and that's <laughs> what you want from your dorks. You want them yeah. pathetical, pathetical <laughs> and lovable. Pathetic and, and abdominal. Lovable. And abdominal, yes. That's you what want you want. abdominal to be pathetic yes. and lovable. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so um, he was a redeeming quality yes. for this film, abdominal. Yeah. Uh, what about Christina Applegate? What about her character? She was okay. Okay. Um, her character wasn't a huge focus in it. She had some scenes, but she wasn't in it a whole lot. Really? So, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is surprising for a bigger name, but she really wasn't the focus. It was okay. mostly the That's too bad because she's usually very good at what she yeah. does. Yeah. And I've had a serious crush on her for a long time. Yeah, ever since Married with Children days, correct? Well, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Thomas Hayden Church, though, he, you know, it's interesting that he's stiff doing comedy in this because he's kind of known for comedy. Wing, yeah. Wings and uh, what was the thing with uh, Paul Giamatti? That, well, uh, Sideways. Got an, sideways, yeah. got him an Oscar nomination. Yeah. Uh, so that sounds like maybe a... a directing issue there perhaps yeah. so yeah but you know his, his his comedy styling sometimes can be kind of that straight right you know and it may be it just may be it just didn't work in this particular film yeah 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 all right been that. so other than that was it all right Pretty much. what rating are you giving 
See, I gave Crush it. Bad. A, a, see, I think it's the kind of movie that you would want to watch if you want a mind-numbing movie. So it's like <laughs> worth a watch in that situation where it's not something you have to think too hard about, yeah. and it's like goofy but not, you know, fantastic. Okay. But I gave it a C. If okay. it wasn't for abdominal, All then right. I probably would have given it a okay. D plus. All right, a, a C for Crash Pad. And that is in limited theaters and video on demand, I do believe, uh, at, at this particular point. Well, let's talk about Thor Ragnarok, uh, which is open in theaters. Didn't they open for Twisted Sister? I think I saw them in 85. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, Twisted Sister. They opened for Guns N' Roses. Uh, they also opened for, um, uh, um, what was that other band that you liked so much? Um, uh, Striper. They opened for Striper I did as like well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the movie, Thor Ragnarok. Was there a band called Striper? Yes. Really was? Okay. Yes, absolutely there was. Yep, uh, Michael Sweet was one of the band members. I believe I knew that. Were you like a headbanger or something in the 80s? You saw my hair, dude. You saw well, me when yeah, I had the big hair. that was in 91. That was... Yeah, I still had the big hair. Yes, I... That's a, oh, I bet that's there are good pictures story. somewhere, There's some right? really good pictures of, of the big Beth, hair. Beth, if you're listening, <laughs> shoot those to me. All right, let's get to this. Uh, and then we'll take a break. Uh, the, the new film, Thor, this is the 17th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU. Wow. Can you believe that? The wow. 17th film. Is that excluding the original uh, Spider-Mans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, got... th that's not yeah. the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe. But this, these are all threaded together by storylines, and it's pretty incredible that this is continuing. Um, this is the third Thor film. It's the... You know, multiple times we've seen Thor. He's been in uh, the Avengers, of course, and uh, you know he, he's a he's a character that um, you know the first time we saw him several years ago, it was all about the ego for him. And there's been an interesting character arc that we've seen throughout his films. And uh, in this particular film, uh, Thor Ragnarok, uh, he discovers a long lost sister who just happens to be the goddess of death. So what do you think you would do if you found out that, that your sister was the goddess of death? I, I, you know, I think I would have a little bit of a trouble with it, especially if I didn't know I had a sister. I think I'd just kind of ignore the whole situation and go about my business. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Well, I mean, aren't aren't yeah, you asking for trouble? You are. You are. And, and what if uh, she doesn't like what you get her for Christmas or something? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and trouble definitely did ensue because the, the whole storyline is she's coming back to reclaim her place in Asgard which is the, the, the home of, uh, of Odin and Thor and the Asgardians. Um, she is the firstborn, um, and so she has a claim to the throne. She wants to take it over and, of course, raise the army of the dead. And so uh, in, in doing so, Thor has to figure out if he can save Asgard. That's kind of the story question that drives this. Well, there's a whole side story uh, of Thor being in an, uh, kind of a, a planet that... Um, that is away from Earth, and it's a planet of gladiators, and where sport is is king, and uh, he ends up having to battle the Hulk, and so he's been battling. He's been the gladiator. He's been the grand champion for all these years, and so now he has to go up against uh, Thor in a an arena fight scene that is probably one of the best arena fight scenes I've seen since Russell Crowe's Gladiator. It was a lot of fun. Um, this movie, really, from the start was all about the comedy, and, and, and I've described this film as a comedy disguised as a superhero action sci-fi film, okay. because it's comedy from almost um, the first dialogue all the way until the end. Almost every scene has got some comical elements, and um, 
while that was, it was very enjoyable, it was very entertaining to see that all the way through, um, you know, I went in hoping for a little bit more of, of kind of the action and the story. And the story um, got a little lost at times because you, you were laughing at the previous joke and then something would happen and you couldn't right. you really get into it. Right, development. Yeah, yeah and, and so, but, but, but that being said, audience loved it. Um, I enjoyed it. It was entertaining. I think fans of the Marvel Universe are going to absolutely love this. Um, don't go in expecting, you know, go in expecting comedy because this is a, it's a comedy. Um, and um, there are some great one-liners. There are some great ad-libs um, that happen throughout this. Um, you'll see some heroes and some villains from the past that show up. And you also see some new characters that may be showing up in future films. Uh, as part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The next Marvel film to be hitting theaters will be the Black Panther in February. And so um, this movie is going to make a lot of money. It was released uh, in the UK a week before it was released here. Already made over $100 million. So before it ever opens in the U.S., you know, got $100 million and change in its pocketbook. So, um, I, I'm, you know, I, I found this film to be fun and entertaining, but I did find that at times I was distracted by the comedy. And uh, for some people that may be a little off-putting, but I think for fans of this, they're gonna absolutely love it. Um, I'm giving it, uh, even, even with my issues, I'm still giving it a B plus because it was entertaining, it was enjoyable, and, and I had fun. Uh, and that's what this, these kind of films are really all about. They're about the fun. And it does further the storyline. Uh, it does some interesting things to the future of Thor's character. Um, and when I talk about Thor's character arc, you really do sense it if you've watched Thor throughout these films. Uh, my son gave it an A minus rating. So for me, B plus, my son an A minus. You know, he's uh, the perfect age for uh, for these kinds of films, and so uh, we're not too far off on that. So any questions or? I've been surprised on? by the Thor films. Uh, I always thought Thor is a minor character, but right. they made some decent films out of him. I mean, even the first one surprised me. The fact that they sustained the story and the character in the second and apparently took it to a maybe a different level this time surprises me because I didn't expect much from that. Yeah, well, in the This first sounds similar to Ant-Man in that yep. sense because it's Ant-Man's kind of a comedy too. In I agree. And I think in it. I think this one takes it even a step or two further than Ant-Man did. Mm -hmm. Ant-Man was one of my favorite movies of 2016. Is that 2016? Uh, yes, yeah, summer I think 2016. So, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that, but this one takes it even a step further. Fifteen, I think twenty fifteen. Was it fifteen? We're going to okay. get some non-viewer mail if we don't get this right. Yeah, but I think okay. it's well, you know what? It was a summer film, and uh, it was a few years ago. Well, you know, not this year. <laughs> Covering it your bases, aren't you? I am. Yes, I am. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We'll talk about Suburbicon. Uh, we may get a chance to talk about Truth About Lies, and also uh, take five, five better Matt Damon films than Suburbicon, uh, and uh, and this particular. Episode of Meet Me in the Movies is brought to you by the Bruce Banner Anger Management School. We'll show you how to control your mean green anger trigger points right here on Meet Me in the Movies.
me, Jackie Sibley Newton, as I host Experience Cleveland County, a show all about the Cleveland County Chamber and our partners working together to make this a better community to live, work, and play. If you'll tune in, you'll learn all about attractions, events, and industry in our community, and I bet you'll learn something you didn't know about your own hometown. This is a broadcast service of Cleveland Community College on C19, found on Spectrum Cable, but you can also view it online at c19.tv. The arts are alive and well and thriving in Cleveland County. Many of your friends and neighbors are artists, potters, painters, musicians, glass workers, woodworkers. Hi, I'm Shara Miller. Each month on Artworks, I introduce you to these creative and talented folks who live and work right here in our region. And I'll bring you an artist's perspective on what they do, how they do it, and why it matters. Artwork each month right here on C19 TV or streaming at www.c19.tv. They're gonna put me in the movies. They're gonna make a big star. Welcome back to Meet Me in the Movies. I am Noel T. Manning II uh, hanging out with Andy Bernard. Andy Bernard over there uh, behind the camera. Andrew, Andy, see you. who? Andy Bernard. Andy. Are we still on? The office. Absolutely. Minor yeah. character. I'm going to reduce the minor characters you are. that as you well are. as this show. Yes, well, you... you I you, couldn't be Michael Scott, no. no. You're living up to your expectations. Actually, uh, I am a lot like Michael <laughs> Scott. You are. <laughs> yes, you are. Jen Guberman, also hanging out with us, uh, the BFCA Film Scholar. How are you? Good to see you. Good. Welcome back. Thank you. She survived a show and a half, so we're doing very, very well. Uh, now is the time to uh, continue doing some more movie reviews. This is from a, a non-viewer movie review so as we had non-viewer mail this is a non-viewer so is this someone that doesn't watch the show that didn't see the movie but wrote a review about it anyway he claims he saw the movie uh his name is howard hamrick of shelby claims he saw the movie suburbicon is the howard, film howard hamrick howard hamrick Do howard. You know howard 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 no howard hamrick no, not howard know. howard hamrick i know abdominal hamrick no <laughs> okay suburbicon review from howard hamrick from uh shelby uh, you know, with, main, with names like Matt Damon, Matt Damon, Julianne Moore, George Clooney, the Coen brothers, you would think that you'd have a film that would have a lot of success or at least a lot of potential. And I think that's exactly what everybody thought with the movie Suburbicon uh, that is in theaters now. Well, this comes to us from Howard Hamrick. He says, those expectations never seem to connect in a film that is a poor, dark, satirical attempt at the exploring of racism in the 1950s, it was as if filmmakers were attempting to combine the film Pleasantville, which I liked, with a throwaway SNL skit. Um, he said it was visually entertaining, stylistically engaging, and there were some decent performances, yet the execution for this dark farce fell well short of what people were hoping, at least what I was hoping. He said people were actually leaving the theater after the first half hour. Wow. Um, here are some other telling signs of this. The movie uh, only got $2.8 million for its opening weekend. It's really bad. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, 26%. Uh, Cinema score gave this a D minus. Um, the um, Metacritic rating was a 42 out of 100. 
and moviegoers over the age of 50 who um, saw this, and that was half of the viewing audience that saw this opening weekend, gave it an F rating. So um, that's pretty bad. Um, Howard's rating for this was a C minus. So he said stay away from Savannah. Howard's tough. Howard's tough, but not as tough as the Trying F rating. To watch the movie. So there you go. So uh, Suburbicon, uh, a C-minus rating from Howard from Shelby. Thanks for that non-viewer submitted review. I'm always fascinated when you get really grade A talent together. I am too. And they turn out something awful like yep. that. Yeah. You, know, I, I'm, you got Clooney behind the camera. Yep. Damon in front of the camera. Yep. What can go Julianne wrong? Moore in front of the camera. Yeah. Every, yep. All Oscar winners or nominees. Yeah. yeah. And it just it's it just stinks. It right? was it stinks. Yeah. It stinks. Oh, we got one minute for you. Oh, no or pressure. maybe two, <laughs> to talk about another film called The Truth About Lies. We're getting a lot of reviews in this week. Jen, tell us about The Truth About Lies. Well, The Truth About Lies also has an interesting name. Um, I hadn't mentioned the name before of the character in Crash Pad, but the name of the character in Truth About Lies is Gilby. Gilby? Gilby. And Gilby also falls for a married woman. So kind of a theme this what? week. <laughs> Same writers, different story. Right? What? This one was a lot better, though. Okay. So this one, it started where he lost his job, his apartment burned down, and then he lost his girlfriend all on the same day. So one of those you characters know, that's pathetic from the start. That's <laughs> happened to all of us. That does. It? It ha it's happened to every guy at least once yeah. in their lives, if they are real men. <laughs> but then he ends up falling for his best friend's sister, who's married, and he ends Another up... Another married woman. Is she 20 years older? No. Okay. No, she's about the same age. Okay. Um, but Not an old lady, then. <laughs> Not an old lady. I did say moment. older, but I did notice <laughs> I mumbled it. I'm like, eh, nobody will catch that, and then you yeah, caught it. We caught <laughs> We're good. We're really good. Both of you caught me. But um, in this one, it was a lot cuter because um, also the main character kind of catches himself in a lot of lies um, in order to win this woman over. And it, it ends up funny just because of these lies and he's trying to follow along with them and trying to impress her. He goes to um, this weird, like, meditation tent thing where it's like a teepee that they've got this steam thing going and people chanting and he's trying to act like he's into that. So this was a, this was a better film? Oh yeah. Okay, what rating are you giving um, I gave this one a B plus. Okay, B plus. So it really it was, okay. it was pretty good. We're checking out. The movie is called? Um, Truth About Lies. Truth About Lies. Is this All on right. demand or in the theater? It is uh, limited release and also video on demand same day. Uh, we do have time to get to the, thank you very much Jen, appreciate that. Uh, take five for this week. Uh, this, these are five better Matt Damon films than Suburbicon. Uh, Good Will Hunting from 1997, uh, Oscar-winning screenplay. He and uh, Ben Affleck, like 25 years old, when they wrote this amazing script. So that's won an one. Oscar for it. They won, won an Oscar, Oscar for it. it. Uh, Ocean's Eleven from 2001, Matt Damon proved he could be funny. Also uh, handle his own with several A-listers. Uh, that's on the list. The Born Identity, uh, Damon proved he could be an action star. But that's from 2002. Uh, also The Departed. This, uh, this film uh, from 2006 was dark, it was violent, it was really stressful. And it also got Scorsese a Best Directing Oscar. Uh, that was Departed. And the fifth film on Take 5 for Matt Damon uh, comes from 2015, a film I really enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, Damon alone on camera for most of the movie, trapped on a foreign land because he's abandoned, not just a foreign land, foreign planet. Mm -hmm. And uh, you really get to see some funny sides of Damon, but, but um, you get to see some emotion come out of Damon. You'd like that movie, that too. That movie was, was a real accomplishment because I had been reading the book, and, and I didn't know they were making the film of it. I was literally on the last couple of chapters of the book when I found out that, that the trailer was ready for the movie. I didn't right. know it was even being made much that, that, that close to being released. 
And I kept thinking as I was reading the book, again, not knowing there was a movie coming, how would they ever translate that into a movie? Because yeah. it's in his head, he's yeah. alone. And uh, they did a great job. And, he's, and he was perfect in it. He was yeah. terrific in it. It was amazing. I agree. So, so there you go. We appreciate you guys joining us, uh, as always, spending time with us right here on Meet Me at the Movies. And if you're downloading the podcast on WGWG.org, we appreciate that as well. You can email us at c 19 Dot TV. Dot TV. Info at c19.tv or tweet us at Cinemascene USA. And the movie quote of the week comes to us from Thor. Uh, this is very appropriate for Jen, who will be leaving this earth sometime soon. For the first time <laughs> in my so life. That's so sad. That's so sad. For the first time in my life, I have no idea what I am supposed to do. I was That's just starting to like always. her, too. Thor. <laughs> so until next time, I'm Noel Manning. That's Jen. And that is Greg Tillman. And this is Meet Me the Movies. That's a wrap.